0: The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome
1: to OAA Now. Here I'm standing between the blog of the Dragon's Insider Blogger of Inside the OAA, one of the hosts of the Queen Taranino on Ori and Television. I'd like to welcome those listening to us on the local voice, watching on the live stream, or also watching on Ori Television. You know, it feels like it's been a month since we have had a podcast. <laughs> it, has been, it has
0: been a month. Mm-hmm. Uh the uh OAA preview shows mm-hmm. were done, the uh, football preview show, we do it in the studio. And there's three of those act as our podcast for the last 3 weeks. So it's been mm-hmm. almost 4 weeks. Mm-hmm. This is the 4th week since we've been in the studio together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh masks are back on as a as a precaution. Uh. Um, We are live streaming on YouTube again. We're back. We got a lot to look at, obviously. Yeah, what happened in the last last two weeks? (laughs) weeks,
1: You know, when you look at teams that have been really much surprises, um, teams that are head scratchers, um, teams that are just, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. And Um, and the other thing, too, is, you know, I've talked on this show many times. Uh, My son goes to Lake Orion High School. He runs cross country. mm Mm-hmm. School starts today in Lake Orion. A lot of the other schools started last week. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of excitement in the air. Kids back to school. Sports kind of kicked it off. It seems like it was so early. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice. It was weird. Two weeks before school starts here in Lake Orion, at least there was a game. Yeah. Right? And so far, so good. So far, right? so good. On the health, side, on the of health things, side of things. Right? And that's what we're. That's what we're aiming for. Mm-hmm. So far, so good, and we've had some great games. Yes,
1: we've had. I mean, like some teams um, that have been really impressed with, some teams that have just been head scratching with. <laughs> um, obviously, some teams
0: you need to apologize to. Yes,
1: and I do. Before <laughs> we start, I like to wish an apology. Oh wait, wait, wait! I have to. I have to play breaking news. Yes. <laughs> for the people of the Royal Oak community. Um, I like to apologize to your football team for whatever force him for go for having you guys go <laughs> zero and nine this year. Um, the fact that you picked them a big win at Ferndale two In weeks ago, week one, In week one you need to score with twenty three seconds to win that game, and they did, and they did, and then everybody at Royal Oak was really happy, and I got bashed on Twitter <laughs> because of it. They so. should be, and they should have. <laughs> And they, and I got, and, they did. and I got what I deserved. So yeah. Royal congratulations. Oak, congratulations to, those guys. to coach Ray McMahon, the Royal Oak Ravens. Um, I
0: sincerely apologize <laughs>
1: for projecting you guys to go. zero nine this year.
0: That's funny. Mm-hmm. So, but that's a big win. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice win and the way they won.
1: Mm-hmm. With right? 23 seconds left in the game.
0: Guts. Yep. Right. No quit in that team. Right, you did what you had to do, and they did it.
1: And yeah, but then last week against Troy, they um went back. To, it kind of went back to normal a little bit. They were shut out, twenty-one nothing.
0: Yeah, but uh, Troy has shown improvement. I, I just don't. Understand you you this. keep shaking your
1: head. people have asked me about Troy. I mean, like you know, should they? I mean, they're two and zero. They haven't allowed a point yet this year. And well, then now that opens up another question, which blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Look at Troy's school size. They're, they got a big school enrollment. Should they be playing against teams that are in the red compared to playing in the blue?
0: Um, If it has to do with wins and losses? Yes. No. Historically, I know this team's been pretty bad. You yes. know
1: what I mean? I know in the 1990s, they were really good.
0: Yes. and then but What have we seen over the last three, four years? They've really struggled. Struggled.
1: I think the game that changed their whole season was last year's postseason game when they upset Bloomfield Hills. You know, remember that one where they upset them? I mean, like, they kind of found something there. Now, a lot of those things have to do with both the Block brothers and um, Darius Whiteside, obviously. So that's the big reason why Coach Chris Frazier's team is off to a
0: 2-0 start. And what else are they finding? They're finding a defense. They're finding an offense. offense. They're finding the end zone. They're finding the end zone. We saw before. I mean, their offensive struggles were just. But a lot a of that's legendary. the Block brothers.
1: You know what I mean? Especially Ethan. Um, Ethan Block. I mean, like, he's, which is fine. That's, which is fine. That's their team, right? Yeah, that's most their team. I mean, like, you know, the Darius Weiss side is another one as well. Max Stromberg has some really solid quarterback. I mean, like, someone to really look at Troy. I mean, they're off to a surprising start. I mean, head scratching. Good for
0: them. Good for them, and. You know, when you can find a win, you take it, right? I mean, like all the coaches we talked to prior to the regular season, what did they say? Mm-hmm. You play the schedule that's laid before you. Right. Right? And it's up to you and what's inside here to determine um, the outcome of that game. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: The other two teams that are surprising starts in that blue division, you got Troy Athens. They're out to the a 2-0 start. Yeah. Um, knocked off a um, – I was shocked how they beat Ferndale 56-16 um last week they shocked down. i couldn't that's
0: believe a lot that. of points man
1: yeah 56 16 that's nuts i mean couldn't believe it i just couldn't believe they put 56 <laughs> points
0: well they did and uh what was their score the previous game
1: uh i think it was 58 to nothing over pontiac
0: so they're well they're putting up points mm-hmm. pontiac we know uh what they're dealing with mm-hmm. um and we have uh, positive signs from Pontiac. Yeah, Just there is Phoenix. some
1: positive signs going there. At Pontiac. Right. Yes.
0: Yep. So with Athens, a hundred plus points in two games.
1: That's not bad. No. And then, but they're going to get tested for sure this week when they play Farmington. I mean, like so that'll be really interesting.
0: Yeah, farm the Farmington schools over there, North and uh, Farmington. Farmington and North Farmington. Interesting. Yeah, one your team head. is
1: this. <laughs> one team is on a tear right now. The other team is not. Yeah. Um, when you really look at Farmington, I mean, like, I know they had a lot of expectations. They were in the white last year. Um, they took the lumps in the white, mm-hmm. um, and now you're looking at obviously um, they're out to an 0-2 start after losing 17-7 to Berkeley last week. Yeah, um, it, they that's took a, tight a game. 49. It took a 49-6 beating at the hands of North Farmington two weeks ago. I mean, like, do you think when you look at Farmington, the problem for them, obviously, is offensively. I mean, like, is Dominic Peschel the right guy at quarterback? Because they had a quarterback in Jalen Silver, um, who they converted to wide receiver. Mm. Um, Do you think that if you're Coach Jason Albright, do you make the switch to go back to Silver, or do you stay the course with Peschel?
0: Well, it's more than one guy. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. your offensive woes are more than just one singular person. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, you know, having to see and dig in detail, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts in the offense. You know that, Sammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, would we say the most important position is in high school football and any level of football is your quarterback, quarterback. in high school football? The next is your O-line. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an O-line to protect that quarterback, because. The, the experience level of that quarterback is key.
1: Yeah, Farmington's had experience. I mean, they got experience. But if
0: you don't have an O-line that can get that push and get that protection, uh, you can be a stellar – all conference all day long, and you can still run into problems.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, you think that's what's going on with Farmington right now?
0: Well, if the offense is struggling, it's not just one person, unless he's, like, fumbling 10 times a game, and we know that's not the
1: case. But if your Coach Jason Albright
0: mm. – do, do you switch him back? Do you switch –
1: you go back I, I think to, it's too
0: too soon. I mean, it, it, he, believe me, coach knows what he has. Mm-hmm. Right? And do you risk uh, doing that swap? Do you risk having your team go, "Oh, we're going back to something else." Does that mean we're giving, you know, we're we're throwing in the towel on, you know, the not the season, but on the scheme and the preparation that we've been doing all summer long? And getting prepped for the regular season.
1: But I'm the Sandy, you know what I mean? You need to find a spark. I mean, like, you know. You do,
0: you do. And sometimes when you make that swap. Do you but, think
1: that could be? But, but if but he's their best but athlete. Peschel, <laughs> but, Peschel's only a, but Peschel's, you know, played JV last year. You know, he's their future quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Do you stay the course?
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about underclassmen quarterbacks on the varsity level. Mm-hmm. How many games does it take, roughly, to get your feet set? Three. Three, roughly four, 3 games. You know,
1: I mean, he has some experience last year he played some. I mean, like obviously. But
0: yeah, but it's a t- when you're the guy and it's on your shoulders all, you know, full time. Mm-hmm. It changes it slightly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that that that's a big change of. Well, I was in and out in situational uh instances. So I say they stick with him. Okay. At least another game Maybe two because you got to see where you really you have to
1: see where you really are. At and if right the now. wheels
0: are just flying off the bus and rolling down uh, six ninety six, you know, on uh, you know, uncumbered, then maybe you have to make a change. So
1: I and mean, you if you're say, rolling
0: to four, if you're rolling four and it's not looking solid, so you and,
1: say you say keep the, keep. I'd say on at least two
0: games. Yeah, keep them.
1: Okay, um, and then we look at obviously we talked Royal Oak a little bit. Of course, yeah. the play of Hudson Sitema, Makai Jenkins has been. Really instrumental for their success. Um, Jesse Hosington's another one at tight end. Um, I still got questions with this team. I still got questions with Royal Oak. Um, do they have the defensive stamina? You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the big question I have for Royal Oak, and that's always been the big question I have for them, yeah. is their defense. Now, it looks like they found a quarterback in Hudson Seidel. They have moved Mekhi Jenkins back to um, but he's played Take some games at quarterback, which has been a little bit concerning for me, you know, as Jenkins playing a quarterback, because considering he's your starting running back.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Yeah.
1: Royal Oak, you know, and then they took a bounce back against Troy. I mean, like, but, you know, when you look at Royal Oak, I mean, like, what do you see with them?
0: Uh, the stuff we've talked about, uh, the, the smaller schools is depth, right? I mm-hmm. mean, that's the key. You got to watch out for injuries mm-hmm. and and fatigue. I mean, what what have what were the last two weeks like? Mm-hmm. You know, the first week of football was they upset Ferndale, so hot, right? They right?
1: upset Ferndale, and then last week they lost to Troy. Now it's their home opener coming up against Berkeley for the um, newly created Lexington it, Catalpa Street Sign Trophy.
0: I like that because mm-hmm. you mentioned it was a curb before. was right? oh, the curb? Yeah. yeah. So I like that. I really like that. I think that's a great little trophy. And to be on the road for the first two weeks. It's hard. It it no matter what level you're playing. If mm-hmm. you're the red, white, blue, whatever, on the road for two weeks, um, and coming home finally, they have to you gotta have a spark. You know the stands are gonna be packed.
1: And that's the rivalry game.
0: Yes. And so what better way to kick off the home season by most likely CMN
1: is gonna have that game. I hope so. I I'd then- love
0: to see that on uh on See, their vid- I mean, video on demand afterwards.
1: Being of an zero and two team has had some issues. Avondale, I mean, they're zero and two,
0: and not looking. They're not
1: looking very good. No. They were just shut out twenty three nothing by Holly last week, and then they were previously they lost twenty one zip to Troy. So when you really look at, at um, when you really look at Avondale, haven't been able to score a point. They looked. It's they look they, they don't look very good. And that's surprising, especially got a, an experienced quarterback and Jake Herzog.
0: Yeah. It's, so that's a, they're a big concern. I'm not sure where they turn. Mm hmm. Um, I'm surprised they've been shut out the last two weeks. Yes. It's. We've seen teams that have run into this before. Right. Troy. Troy. Uh, Troy. Troy uh, Athens. it's funny. We've yeah. seen teams that have run into this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's times where maybe it's the level of competition, maybe it's who they're going up against, but I don't think it is here, right? I mean, we're not seeing that in this case, and it's it's more of I don't know if they can dig out of this hole. It's right? very
1: difficult for them, you know. You look at Avondale; I mean, like you, they have lofty expectations year yeah. in year out. Oh, absolutely. We know Corey Bell very well. Yes. Um, we know what they want to do. I mean like but I think a change in offensive scheme might have to be in order for so. Avenue. I think a change in offensive scheme, you know, maybe go more of that spread look that could give them, you know, I What know, are they currently running? I think they're running sort of like a sort of like a power power dive, you know what I mean? Okay. Well that doesn't always work and especially if athletes no. you have athletes what Avenue always has, you know what I mean? Why not change up the offense a little bit?
0: And what are the numbers like for them? I mean, uh, I don't remember. They're not a not deep did team. Did you chat with? Uh, I did chat with yeah. Corey
1: Bell yes about it, and I did have some concerns with them coming in, particularly up front.
0: Um, yeah. Well, well, especially up front, if you're running a power, right, if you can't push, you're not gonna. You're not. <laughs> you're not gonna win. No, and if it's run heavy, and we saw this with Oxford under the late stages Badralla. of Bud Raleigh, yep. um, when they didn't have that push, mm-hmm. right? They struggle mightily. You know, the Wildcats had a difficult time and we've seen teams. Like you said, there's teams moving to a veer. They're moving, they're spreading it out, giving mm-hmm. lanes and gaps for then, uh, ISO-ing their a- designated athlete right. and say, here, mm-hmm. <laughs> go run through this hole or use your speed, use your athleticism, get us some. Yard. And I think, you
1: know, that's the problem. I think if you're Corey Bell, you need to go, you need to spread them out now. Now, what's, with- We'll help them. I know I mean, we don't even
0: know what the injury situation is. No, for them. we don't. So I mean there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of mystery to over there of what's going on. There's a lot
1: of questions, but I think the problem is it's offensively for them. You know what I mean? It keeps their B league defense off the field. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their B league or defense. So when you were looking How many points
0: it, have they been giving up?
1: Uh twenty one and twenty
0: three. It's it's not that bad. You no. Know, right? I mean, 24
1: points, though.
0: Wow. That's, in, though. In, in two games. I mean, if you had, it's, that's in two games. Yes. So,
1: the offense has to pick it up.
0: Yes. It's not the defense that's the issue. Can the offense score 30?
1: Yes. I, I think they're more than capable. If they got an experienced quarterback and Jake Herzog, I mean, they're more than capable.
0: Yeah. It's one of those, do you, do you want to score 30, or does the defense step up and hold opponents to 17 so he's, you can get your scoring average? Mm-hmm. You know, or try to get a scoring average of what they've been over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. which and was what 20, 20, 18, yeah, 2018, roughly.
1: Yeah. Um, and then you look at a team like Boopie Hills, who's off the 2-0 start. Yeah, good they for them. They found a quarterback in C.J. Jackson. Hey, hey. Um, now he looked really good in their um he looked good in their upset win against Berkeley, and then. They um and then and it's Pontiac, you know what I mean. So we'll know a lot more about Bloopa Hills this
0: week against Waterford Kettering. Yes,
1: I mean so you know
0: uh, is Kettering coming in? Captain's coming they're in. You know they're two this?
1: right oh. now, but they've been um they were competitive in their losses. I mean, like they lost to Lakeland. Um, they had them heading into the fourth quarter it was really tight with them, and then they were just blown up. by thought Lion East. Mm. Um. So that was just the a...
0: and Kettering is one of those teams that up and down. You don't know what you're going to get when they have solid coaching. They usually do really well.
1: And they do have solid coaching this year. Bob Chiazza taking over. Yeah. It's his first year over yeah. there, at Kettering. I mean, we know Chiazza from he was at North Farmington. Yep. He's been well known around the Kensington and the Lakes Valley. Yep. Um. And so he and he knows he knows his opponent. He knows <laughs> his opponents real well. So yep. I think if you're Blooming Hills, you know what I mean.
0: The test comes think, this week. I think they can get it. I, I th- think they it'll should be They should be able to go in there and put up some numbers.
1: It'll be I can be at Waterford, so it'll be really interesting. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Pontiac, we talked about them, obviously. Um you were at Pontiac, of course. Yeah.
0: Um, on their new field. Yeah, so uh it was just kind of happenstance. Uh mm-hmm. my daughter took a driving test mm-hmm. and it was conducted at uh Pontiac High School. Mm-hmm. So, I was over there on Sunday morning about nine. The sun was coming up and it was a beautiful morning. And I look over there and I'm like, hey, man, the field, it looks amazing. It still has a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. but it looks outstanding. It mm-hmm. is truly a gem. It is, you know, that new shiny toy that uh, the community should be very, very mm-hmm. pleased mm-hmm. with what's going on. It looks fantastic. The track is an eight lane track. Uh, could be expanded to nine. They had enough, um, of the, uh, the track laid out that they could have actually expanded to nine, but it, it looked, it look wonderful. It mm-hmm. looked really, you know, any new field with a logo on it, just the bright white lines, it looked fantastic. And they then ha-
1: you like the purple end zones?
0: Oh, the purple, the purple and the silver just, it looks awesome. I mean, it just looks awesome. And then, the, uh, there's a purple, uh, uh, the metal end caps and different things mm-hmm. and the different trim for the uh, bleachers and stuff you're going to have purple on there and it's going to look great uh they have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. um i think what did they say homecoming was there or the
1: i think it was their uh, week 8 game against Far. Was it week east. 8 i think okay. week 8. so they still got there's a t- weeks there's time
0: there's time but uh when i saw it i'm like boy there's a lot of work to do there but still the, is. The, the bleachers are cut into the hill right and uh a small press box but it's but it's, it's right by the parking lot there so if you pulled up you could stand along the fence you could get a great vantage point because it's set down uh, on the side of the hill it looks great and uh, the baseball and the softball facilities that they're putting in there the the two main uh, you know the varsity fields they look great the practice field is being seeded and watered mm-hmm. um, it I'm really really excited for the phoenix to have a ho- host, a home game, game on right there, on at, campus. right on campus. It's fantastic.
1: And you look at Pontiac, um, even though they said, oh, went two, but there was a lot of progress made, um, from week one to week two, even though they lost 41, six, um, it was 58 nothing, they lost week one to um, Athens mm. and then, um, 41, six, you know, you're looking at, okay, they're scoring points yes. and then they're getting, um, they're lowering that points against down. And that's a good sign if you're coach Ken Wade. Yep. I'm um, in that Phoenix, you know yep. what I With mean? With a
0: Phoenix, you know, they're they're being judged on a, a different methodology than mm-hmm. most. Right. And improvement and and play and competitiveness. And uh, that's that's what we're looking for mm-hmm. and hoping for. Yeah. And pulling for. So yep. it's exciting to see that they got on the scoreboard, which is good. Mm-hmm. And moving forward. is an odd team. I mean, obviously, when you look at them, I mean, they
1: lost 35-28 to Royal Oak, and then they lost 56-16 to Troy Athens. Um, I know they're very young. They got four returning starters. Um, entire, they have four seniors on that team. Um, only? Only four wow. seniors.
0: So Well, that bodes well for them moving forward. For, for
1: them moving <clears throat> forward. but
0: This year, though. I, I
1: was surprised with how much struggle that this team's been through you know what i mean this team's really been struggling you know so yeah when you look at ferndale just a little head scratch your coach eric royal and his team owing to um need a spark somewhere I mean, we'll see what happens going forward yeah for them. um let's go from the blue to the white um obviously if there's there's a couple teams that have your eye obviously adams north farmington both teams have been just on tears, of Adams 2 0 starts. Um, Adams coming up that shocker against West Bloomfield in the swamp, um, 35 17 two weeks ago, and then looking good, and doing then they beat it. Oxford 24 10. So, when you look at Adams, I mean, like this team, wow, experience. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I remember talking to Joe Johnson a couple weeks ago about Parker Pico. Of course, we know what he's more than capable of doing. Besides that wide receiver, of course he's their starting quarterback yes. now. Um, and you look at you look at that team. Obviously they found a wide receiver in Brady PreScorn. Um, Adams looks the part. They look legit. I mean Tony Petrino's got that team rolling. Yes, the Veers on on um on ice right now, which has been really <laughs> good for them. Which is dangerous it's for dangerous the dangerous for the defenses, right? obviously. So when you look at Adams, um. When you look at Adams, where's the limit for them?
0: Oh boy. Um, I'm not even going to say they're playing above their 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 weight. You know, punching above their weight because they can get better. They can get they can get better, and th- I mean they're good and solid right now. Mm-hmm. And y- y- you're just hoping stay healthy, stay healthy, stay healthy.
1: I think the play of Parker P. Cole's been really huge for them. Obviously, you know. Yeah they're going to they're going to knock a,
0: they're going to win a lot of games.
1: Yeah, I expect they're going to win a lot of games.
0: I mean like the other the, the win against West Bloomfield week 1 in the swamp. In the swamp. Yep. Defending state champions. Wow. I mean that when I think you sent me a text going um boom, you know <laughs> you hit me with a text going guess what happened. I was like, "Oh my." Wow. Right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And that that was an eye opener. hmm. Um could they be the next stony from a year ago?
1: Um, I think they got a shot. I mean, like, but they gotta shore that defense up a little bit, you know, for them to be the next stony. Yeah. But, Adams, but I mean they're po- we they're, know who they are. They're
0: scoring points.
1: <laughs> yes. But we know who they are. That's true. And you look at of course with what Adams has been doing, you got to look at what North Farmington's been doing. I mean, they put up 49 against North Farmington against Farmington. Yes. 44 against Lake Orion,
0: Yes. Which was insane. Um, and they did it easily. At least it's. Especially it seemed, with
1: the play. Uh, yeah. And you got to look at obviously three guys, you know, Ryan Shelby has groomed in at quarterback. You look at Jasper Beeler. You look at Aaron Rice. You know, Rashawn Matthews has had a um, has had some, had had his moments. But when you look at what Coach John Hurston's done, Herstein's done with those thirty-two players he's got on his roster. Yeah, and, thirty-two.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: I mean, this is classic vintage Harrison. This is classic. It feels vintage like it, doesn't it? It is. It feels like it. You know, it kind of feels like you know that Harris that the Hawk effect has really taken over.
0: At North Thirty-two personnel to pull mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Lake Orion is double that, mm-hmm. if not more. Right, and I mean, it was a complete blitzkrieg. It was crazy. It was I, a I was blitzkrieg. I was shocked. I was really shocked. I mean, we knew it was going to be competitive, but my goodness, I didn't think it would have been a running clock at one point.
1: I, I mean, like it was that game with Lake Orion. Just it was head scratching because because the fact that they had them on a third down in sixteen play and they go for sixty one yards and Lake Orion was catching up all night. Yeah. And North Farmington just went blow after blow blitzkrieg after blitzkrieg after blitz. They were throwing haymakers
0: they and, threw haymakers. And Lake Orion was taking it. Right. They didn't throw any back. They
1: didn't they couldn't throw any back. I mean, they got it within fourteen six after a touchdown by C J Witt, but they just couldn't
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then they gave a sixty yard run play for a touchdown, which was
0: what do you say uh, that when the team's uh, run, going downhill in a good way, mm-hmm. they're using that momentum. They had momentum. Everything the game.
1: went right in that game for North Park. Yeah. Everything went right and for them. And Lake Orange just did not. Didn't have an answer. Didn't have an answer. Yeah. Didn't have an answer. Well, Coach Corliss did call. Oh, well, did he? Yeah. Let's, um, let's
0: so, yeah, we're trying to get a guest on during the regular season, uh, Doug Corliss, the the voice of Dragon Football on Orion Neighborhood mm-hmm. Television. So, uh We'll see if we can get him uh, dialed in here. See
1: mm-hmm. If- so I'm trying. Yep. All right. We got him on. T- Let's
0: see here. It's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, Doug, in his 11th season with O-N-TV, mm-hmm. is the TV announcer for <laughs> us. Let's see here. <laughs> Hi, this is Doug. I- oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, well we know where he lives. He lives yeah. just around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's no big deal, right? So well we can yeah. always get him in, but he's always a good resource for mm-hmm. a lot of the history of you know around the OAA, he's been around the OAs for so long mm-hmm. um you know as a uh a Special teams coach, right, for yeah. Lake Orion Dragons yes. and, mm-hmm. and announcing games here at ONTV for, I now it's mm-hmm. 11 years. Uh, yep. He took over when I came in in 09. So, yeah. but, so. Uh, yeah, we'll try to get him in. If we don't get him in, we'll we'll try to get him in um, on another day, too. mm mm-hmm. Right? We're going to see him. Yeah. He's around. He's a longtime volunteer. We'll get a hold of him.
1: We'll preview the Lake Orion-Oxford game next oh, week. Oh, yeah. that That'll would be really interesting. That would be a
0: good pre- good mm-hmm. good time to have him back on. Yeah. The... um.
1: Speaking of of North Farmington, we talked about them, obviously, um, what they've been going through, obviously. Um, They remind me of the Harrison.
0: They remind me of Harrison. It feels like it, doesn't it? It It,
1: feels like Harrison. (laughs)
0: You know, it does. The ghost or the echoes. I shouldn't say the ghost. How about the echoes of Mm -hmm.
1: Harrison? And then you look at others around the league. Oak Park's out the 1-0-2 start. Um, They lost to Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, and... um, and um, last week, they lost to West Bloomfield. Mm. Um, so the problems with Oak Park, obviously, to me, is their offense. You know what I mean? They just really have, you know, they lost so much to that team last year they we went to state semifinals.
0: Um, I mean, that was, mm-hmm. we said that kind of like with Stony, a lot of seniors on those squads, right? Mm-hmm. You, you build up to that certain point, and then you, you start over. That's the nature of high school football, right? Mm-hmm. And they had that senior class. Or at least the, the the seniors that were carrying right. that class, right? And the injuries last year we well documented, and right. then came back right at the they the start of the playoffs and made that magical run. It was insane. Mm-hmm. It
1: was insane to say the least.
0: Obviously, but those uh-huh. are that's why we play these games. That's why you got me into all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, talking about this stuff, it gets exciting. This is what. We like to sit back mm-hmm. and remember that, remember that? I mean the that these kids just give so many memories to so many people. Obviously. And enter no, not just entertainment, but just inspiration sometimes, right? And then we had the two Birmingham's obviously. Yeah, got, let's get into Birmingham. we got
1: home, obviously. Yeah. Um Struggling. I thought home play even though they're two, I thought they they played better. They're competitive. Um, they're competitive. I mean, like, you know, Clarkson is Clarkson.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then Byron Center, I think we're very competitive in that game despite losing by two touchdowns. Um, I think Jim DeWald's going to be fine. I think that team will be fine. Now, a team that's not fine is <laughs> Groves. I mean, yes, they're starting Caden Hardy at quarterback, but the fact that this team's only scored 15 points in the last two games has been yeah, it's, brutal. It's, and then they've been yeah. giving up 73 points, you know, and that's... In the,
0: 73 in the last two games. games. Hey, two games, okay. That's
1: bad. You know, so when you were to look at it, and problems Groves has. Did Groves make the, the right choice going hardy at quarterback? And their defense has been getting dish- absolutely tortured.
0: You know? Well, well defense, defense, you can make adjustments, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can at least change that. Uh, you know, changing offenses, it seems to be more complicated. Right. Defenses, you have a little more leeway to maneuver and position and change, right? Did you, you go to like a a softer defense? Do you like a zone, or do you go to a a, a man, or whatever? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you can find solutions on defense, at least. Correct. Right. Uh, offense. Again, we're coming back to these quarterback questions. It's it's difficult to mm-hmm. say. Oh, you know, especially in the high school game, it's not like Hardy's
1: only a sophomore,
0: right? And it's not like plug and play in the college game. Right. Like you have these backups that should be. On par to come in and right. you say, okay, you're out, you're in, let's go. Right. It's not like that. No. Um. So to you know again, young varsity quarterback having issues taking their lumps, taking their exact. I love that term. They are taking mm-hmm. their lumps, but eventually they start giving them right. But I want
1: to know is the big question is where's Jaden Magnamin for growth? Where has he been? You know, Michigan State recruit. Where has he been? I mean, like it. I haven't seen any peep of him in the papers or anything. Haven't. I don't know what the situation is surrounding him. Mm. I know a lot of the attention's been around Stevanović panels. Um, but at running back where I just. But where is Jaden Magnum been? You know, if if they can, if Magnum can do more and overexert more, then I think Groves
0: can be much better. Mm. So, what's their next so, opponent? Grobes, North Farmington. Oh gosh. Yep. The That's, buzz saw of North Farmington. Yep. That's gonna so be that is, I mean
1: and he'll you know he'll be on um John Hursting's um public number one list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Monocover. cover. So yeah, but, And then the other yeah. team we gotta talk about is Rochester. You know, Eric Vernon's team. Looked really good against Macomb, Lance Cruz North. And then they had that heartbreaker on the Falcon Frenzy game to Stony Creek. Yeah. Now, I don't understand why they had a Falcon Frenzy, but it is what it is. What? It's a community thing. Yeah, I know yeah. What it is. But it's ten, it always feels like, you know, when Rochester plays Stony Creek, usually at Rochester, bad things happen. <laughs> you know, and this game here, but- Rochester was down 7 nothing most of the game, Stony Creek, tied it up 7, Stony, it allowed Stony Creek go 61 yards, End up getting a touchdown with 30 seconds left. Um, and then that was your— Sounds like a good game. It was a really good game. Right? But I want to know is what the heck happened here? I mean, Rochester had experience. They have experience on their side. Alex Blano, Preston Schroyer. At I home? Mean, at home. You know what I mean? And yet, and yet, how did they lose this game does to it, a team s- that does it say, only has four starters back?
0: But does it say something about Rochester? Does it say something about Stony?
1: I think it says something about both teams. You know, Stony Creek, they got a defense. We know that. We know Gary Griffin. Yes. The defensive coordinator. Yes. Um, but I was shocked how they shut down Alex Blano, especially with all that talent they lost. Um, Stony Creek had that game. They could have put that game away in the third quarter. They had two touchdowns. They could have scored two more touchdowns on there, but, but they didn't.
0: So first two games in for Rochester, looking back to last year, was that a fluke? Or do you think they are building something? You know... Because sometimes these undefeated seasons, we've seen them, it's like out of nowhere. And then sometimes, can you... Can you sustain it? That's the big question. And we're not not looking at undefeated every year. You're looking at, hey... The jury's still out on Rochester.
1: You know, the jury's still out. There are two losses last year. I mean, there are two losses. Um, One was to Adams, of course, in the postseason disaster there. Mm -hmm. And then... But that says something about Adams. Right, says something about Adams. And then Stony Creek... You know we know Stony Creek's still very good. I mean we we know that they have a program there yes. for sure under Coach Nick Merlow. So yes. so for Rochester for me the jury's still out on them. Um, but they're gonna need a, be- a good performance against see Home. You know what I mean this week if they're gonna do some things. Yeah. Um. Now let's go from the whites to the red. Um,
0: are stone- th- are okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So are things shaping up in the red the way you thought they were? I mean, did, week one went, whoa. Well, Stony Creek going, Stony Creek at 2-0, and
1: oh, that's a surprise a little bit considering they lost so much talent and all yeah.
0: that. But they haven't played, but they haven't played the red. They haven't played the red yet. Yeah. They will certainly be this
1: week, but Stony but, Creek's off to a good start. But
0: doesn't it seem like Stony is well-positioned to be – more more than competitive in the red.
1: I think they're well positioned to be more competitive in the red because you got, they found a quarterback and Jacob best. Um, they have figured some things out. I mean, defensively they're solid. They found an identity, they found like a, some sort of scheme where basically, you know, if you watch the Lake Orion game from 2019, yeah, that's what they're going to have to do all season long, you know, work the clock, work work the the clock, clock, work the clock. You know what I mean? And, And
0: if they do it – when they do it well – Watch out. There's no answer. Right. There's no answer. They do not give up the ball. No. They don't hurt themselves.
1: Right. And that's the thing.
0: Discipline. And
1: then you look at a team like Clarkston, you know what I mean? Like, we know that they they don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't make a lot of, you know – they're not like doom and gloom.
0: No, no. Yeah.
1: But – but they're off to a good start. They're two and all. I mean, their defense is starting to find an identity a little bit. Yeah, Mike DePillo. M- um, yeah, yeah, Mike pillow and Ethan Clark have both looked really good for Clark See, And
0: that's what I was saying. The you know, offensively, mm-hmm. there's not really a drop off. I mean, we no. we knew what we were getting when they came into the season, mm-hmm. and it, they are delivering. Right, right. So it's no shocker there.
1: No shocker there. West is off to a one on one start. We know about that loss to Adams. um, I think in that game against Adams, where was Dylan Tatum in that game? Mm. I wonder where he was in that game. um and then but Samaj Morgan, Rickqua Nance, they've had good starts this season. um Nance He's, was very important- I mean like um, Morgan had a nice game until Park um but so do you think some alarm, there's
0: some kinks a little bit? Do for you West think Bluefield. Adams was a fluke? No, I don't think that was a. Do you fluke think that was all. a straight up? They beat them straight they up beat head him to straight head. Straight
1: up head to head. I think they beat them straight up head to head. But if you go to Trace Grace, I mean, obviously, you know that win against Oak Park is huge. Now you get to go up to Oxford. Yeah. To on a Wildcats team, that is. So I thought, you know, Oxford to me, I just think we
0: know their schedule. We, we know talked their about it. it's is brutal. Murder. It's crazy.
1: I think they're better than what their
0: own two schedule is. I I think so too because, Mm -hmm. I mean, competitive. They've been competitive, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, we knew they're going up against teams that are going to be very difficult. Yep. Right out of the gate. Yep. And it doesn't let up. No. It's week after week after week. It's just a murderer's role, as Coach was saying, Coach Lyon was saying. And, you know, but being competitive with them, that's just going to, you know, if the Red isn't on top of their game, the other teams. Mm-hmm. I think Oxford's going to knock a couple people off.
1: I think so, too. You know? And if you look at it, obviously, there are some teams in that schedule they could knock off.
0: I mean... And what's the big game coming up in a couple of weeks? They got Lake Orion coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, that that at looks Lake to Orient, be a really it.
1: interesting game. Um, speaking of that, I want to go A&T first. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, talk yeah. Lake Orion. Oh, sure. Um, A&T's one-on-one. Knocked up Detroit Cast Tech, but then they blew out Groves, um... I don't know if I could look at A&T and say, is this what the A&T we expected? with that be a Marshall quarterback? Or was Groves that bad, you know, last week against Groves, you know, that yeah. maybe it's a one-off. Maybe that, you know, A&T took advantage of a really young Groves team. Yeah.
0: So well, I don't it, know how to judge Well, this. with Groves, I mean, what did we <laughs> They got 40 a...
1: points against them, against Dexter, and then 33 against A&T. A and T, of course, was blown up by Detroit Cast Tech, and then they were blown up, and then they knocked off, um, and then they knocked off um Groves the way they did. So A and have a feeling
0: Groves is limping right, just I, yeah. like you said, and that. But yeah. then, what does it
1: say about A and T? Obviously, you got Isaiah Marshall there. You got the running game still a question mark. Obviously, I mean, they got two good receivers, um. So, I think, you know, when you look at A&T, you know, we'll know a lot about them when they take on Lake Orion,
0: you know. So, that'll be really interesting. And that's this Friday. That's this Friday at Southfield. Um, Yeah, on the road. Dragons are on the road there, yeah. Yep.
1: And then let's talk the Dragons,
0: obviously. I mean. Lake Orion, I think, is in a precarious situation right now. Yes. Do you agree? Oh, I agree with you. Because what we saw when they played Ike was and by the way, if you're watching, uh, we got the game on the monitor behind you, seeing. Yep. A little a- atmosphere, a little game action going on. So when they played Ike, they looked solid, but we're starting to look at Ike and go, maybe Ike wasn't as, as formidable as we thought.
1: And then you look at what happened last then week.
0: North Farmington takes them to the woods. Tortured. Shed. Yeah.
1: It was like a North Farmington. Everything that went in their favor went in their favor. Yeah. I mean. Lake Orion made mistakes. They couldn't. I mean, they were just absolutely blitzkrieg. It was a shell shock. It was
0: yeah, forty four
1: six at one point. They get six big plays. You can't do that.
0: The when's the last time you saw a running clock on Lake Orion? Two
1: thousand eighteen against West Bloomfield.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. And but it's West Bloomfield on the rise. Right. Um, you don't see it that often. No, not against that. Not against
1: the. Mm-mm. A, but also, it comes down to question marks here for Lake Orion is, you know, you look at, obviously, this is a team that relies a lot on time possession football. Yes. And they rely on controlling the clock. Now, yes. when I looked at the stats, they had, they controlled the clock. It was 28 to 19 based on time of possession.
0: Well, that's that's easy to get time, time of possession right. advantages when they're dropping bombs for a 60-yard yeah, two-play drive or a 70-yard, whatever it was.
1: But... The defense just did not look good against North Farmington. Not big at plays. all. Big plays, big play. plays, and that was the one thing you cannot do against North Farmington, and they did it was they gave up the big play, yep. and that's what happened.
0: Yeah, the defense has to find. I'm not saying going back to square one, but they're gonna have they've got a gut check that they they have to shore up these big play problems because. You know, everybody in the OAA red is looking at what happened at North Farmington, going, yep. "Okay, yep, Big we play. know what to do." If you have a, if you have a capable quarterback,
1: like auntie has got Isaiah Marshall. You look at, of course, and, Oxford Brady Carpenter. You look at with um Clarkson Mike DePillo. You look at West Bloomfield <laughs> Rayquan Nance. Capable I mean, like,
0: quarterbacks.
1: I mean, like when they play Celine, you got to deal with them.
0: Um, capable quarterbacks. Carr's
1: grandson. My God,
0: capable quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They'll torch him.
1: Yes. And that, if you're defensive coordinator Rick Powell, you know, you're going to have to short things up, especially in that secondary. Yes. Because that secondary, I had big concerns with coming in the year. And they did not look very good in that game against the
0: front. End. And that is a, you know, like corner and say, mm-hmm. the corners the, is a difficult, mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the most difficult positions mm-hmm. on the field. Right. And
1: offensively, you know, for Lake Orion, you can't just rely on C.J. Witt to carry the team. You cannot, you know? And, you know, he was basically their whole offense against North Farmington was, you know, giving it to Witt. You know, you got to get more players involved. I know Billy Robertson was shut down by, um, by North's defense. I mean, like, but still, you need to get more people involved yeah. in the offense. I mean, you can't just rely on C.J. Witt Basically, carrying yeah,
0: your team. But the situation too with North Farming could have been that that was their only option, right? Because now? their offensive players were covered, or mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's we've seen defenses. I've been wondering when you where have Dorian a really Hill's at. say that again. I'm
1: mean, where, where Dorian Hills at. You know what I mean? Because he, we know he's been a very good player. Yeah, we talked. He's been talked about. You know what I mean? But the last two games, he really hasn't been that existent.
0: Yeah, and yeah. If North Farmington's defense is that stout, mm-hmm. you know, it, you, you run into a defense that is actually legit and can shut you down and you have no answer, mm-hmm. the only thing you can do is hand it off. You know, what are you going to do? It, it's one of those, do you have answers? Can you make adjustments?
1: That is – that's the thing.
0: You know what I mean? If it was just a lousy matchup. It's, I mean, it, it was, was like a, a perfect matchup, storm.
1: It was a blitzkrieg, perfect blitzkrieg for Lake Orient. I mean, like, that was the Against one that – yeah. That was just it's hard to believe. I was absolutely shell shocked down the sidelines on um Friday night just yeah. looking at what the heck. But going looking on.
0: ahead to A and T.
1: Isaiah Marshall. T- more well known quarterback than Ryan Shelby is.
0: Yeah. So the Dragons have a lot of work to do. Yes, they do. Yeah.
1: They have a lot of work to do. Um, let's go to these pick 'em games, obviously. Sure. Um let's go Yeah, ahead. we're at
0: uh, forty five.
1: Okay, let's do some picking games. Um, Harper Woods. the um, Oh, yeah. You forgot the, about Harper Woods. Harper Woods, they're off to a 2-0 start. Obviously, they've been putting up 55 and 58 recently. Um, they are heading to Orchard Lake-St. Mary's Ooh. to take on the Eaglets, of course. Okay. OOSM put up um, Knocked Off Oak Park 21-16. Um, Harper Woods, this is going to be their toughest match for the year. I think when you look at the Pioneers, I mean, like, you know, they're rolling people, mm-hmm. but their schedule's going to get tough from here on out. I mean, they still got to play. Um, they still got Notre Dame prep on the schedule. They got to play Warren D to Sal. I mean, like, it's a brutal, brutal stretch for
0: um And, and for Lewis. those who aren't aware, mm-hmm. uh, the Harper new Lewis addition. will
1: be the new addition next year to the OAA for football. For football. Um, they'll be in the – um. For boys and girls, it'll be for basketball, all winter sports this season in the OAA and also in the spring as well. So, you know, so when you look at Harper Woods, you know, that matchup with Orchard Lake-St. Mary's, daunting task.
0: It's daunting, but I think you'll see Mm -hmm. how they pair. Because we've seen Orchard Lake-St. Mary's enough, Mm -hmm. especially with uh, OAA teams playing them over the years. And George Port's final year. Oh, oh, geez, so they're playing inspired. Uh Uh-huh. So we've seen them enough to know what they're getting into, mm-hmm. and I think we can have an, a a decent comparison once that that game concludes. To say, mm-hmm. okay, how is how would Harper Woods potentially match up with the current slate of uh, OAA teams? So, so
1: you think they got a shot to knock off um, OLSM?
0: I think it'll be competitive if they can put up 55 and some change a game. Mm-hmm. If you come back to averages. Right? If that means we probably be in the twenties, mid twenties, high thirty or low thirties. I think I think they coach, have a chance to knock him off.
1: I think if you coach Rob o, I mean Coach Olden, obviously it's gonna be a really tough game for them. I think it's gonna be I just think Orchard Lake St. Mary's a little too much for Harper so? Woods. Um it'll be a good game. I think it'll be, tight. I think it'll be a shootout. I think it'll be um I think points are gonna be I think good. it'll be 35 type of game. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um Harper Woods, we know they got a very good quarterback. Um but I just think Orchard Lake St. Mary's is going to do just enough. I think it'd be a 49 42 game. Mm. I'm going to take Orchard Lake St. Mary's. 49
0: 42. Mm hmm. All right. I don't know if it'll go that high. Yeah. I, th- but... I liked your first number first. I think 42 35 or something yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> we'll see how that goes.
0: Uh, yeah, but it's going to be a similar, it's going to be like that. There's going to be a lot of points. Should be entertaining.
1: Mm hmm. Let's go to the blue. We got Bloomfield um, Hills and Waterford Kettering. That'll be a really interesting game. Um, obviously, we know what Bob Kiessler likes to do. With Bluefield Hills, um, do you think the Blackhawks get tested by the captains
0: here in this game? I don't know about tested, but I think they can pull a W. You think going the waterfront pulled off? I think they can because um, DJ Jackson, big reason quarterback. Well, that and also the captains' new regime, new look, and it usually takes them a couple seasons to kick the tires to get moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, a combination of those two. But I, I think they can go in there. Be it's gonna be tighter than you think, but I mm-hmm. think they're gonna take it.
1: I'm gonna go with Kettering because Boomby Hills, even though they got that win against Berkeley, which was the eyeball test for me, you know, they've got I mean, like, but Waterford Kettering's played they took Lakeland to the fourth quarter mm. with their fourth with their third string quarter with a fourth string quarterback.
0: Fourth string.
1: Yep. And then and then you look at obviously I don't trust that defense. I, I still don't trust Boobie Hill's defense. I think Waterford Kettering is going to pound him up front. And I think the cat, I think and we know Bob Chiazza very well. Mm-hmm. When he stays at North Farmington. He knows Dan Lawyer, and vice versa.
0: So he knows the playbook. He
1: knows their playbook. <laughs> so I'm going to take Waterford Kettering in this game, being at home um, because of Chiazza. Um Easy I, win for the captains. No, it'll be tight but I think it'll be a very good game. It's going to be close. So I'm going to take um water for Okay. Game. Cool. Um next we go to Pontiac and Avondale. You know, this one here will be uh, really interesting. Um do you think <laughs> Avondale gets their first win of the year or I do. do you see Pontiac possibly
0: I think Avondale gets their first win. Being at home? Yes. Uh, uh what do we say usually seven points at home? Yeah, on the high school game, roughly.
1: Do you think this game? Do you think? Do you see this game as another progress step? I would. I would.
0: I would hope so. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: I think this will be progress for Pontiac. Yeah. But I just think the difference is going to be is um. I just think the difference will be is I think Jake Herzog will have a big game here for Avondale, but I just think at the end of the day, I just think that um Avondale
0: at home. I think like twenty-one seven. I think it'll be I've got twenty twelve. Oh, two touchdowns,
1: missing no, two um no it'll be a touchdown and a two point conversion.
0: Oh. I don't know but, what the kicking game is for the Phoenix.
1: Uh very suspect what I've heard. Yeah.
0: So I mean that's what I think it tells you that they got a six. So Right,
1: they, but that would be a moral victory for Pontiac okay. if um that'll be a moral victory. Getting for Pontiac. getting
0: in the end zone, getting those points. That's yep. that's mm-hmm. the thing.
1: Okay now we got the battle of Lexington and Catalpa. The Battle of Woodward, Berkeley Royal Oak. Do you think uh, uh, this, it's at Royal Oak? I know, and then this
0: uh, is, I think this is going to be a fun game, mm-hmm. right? Rivalry games always fun. Oh, but yeah. These two teams get together. You know, we talked to Coach, uh, Coach. Fun, Coach yeah. Yeah, so much fun. Um, geez, I don't know, Berkeley. You got Berkeley. Berkeley. How about Berkeley and a Squeaker? I got Berkeley blowout. <laughs> Because, because
1: I trust. Because
0: you want to apologize to Royal Oak's fan base again?
1: Heaven's no. <laughs> Heaven's no. Have I you mean, learned like, nothing, Sammy? I've learned a ton. <laughs> you know, I've had to apologize on air because I thought that team would be going nine, um, but Royal Oak went back to earth
0: last week. Did they? Um, yeah. You know, I'm I'm hopeful. Like you know, you're hopeful. I am. Heck, I was. Berkeley, Troy, Troy owned, was my team Berkeley's a couple years owned ago. Berkeley's all
1: Royal Oak the last two years, so <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bears convincingly blowout. You know, won't he be close? I know that the um, Ravens have a cheer thing. You know, they have like a cheer thing. I know the cheerleaders do like this, some um, pump that Raven spirit up thing. Yeah. Um, but Berkeley's just gonna go in there and just and they're just gonna go in there, run it all Royal Oak. I don't trust Royal Oak's offensive line or uh, defensive line either. They're just gonna pound it in there and it's gonna be a blowout.
0: You really wanna to apologize to Royal Oak, don't you? If, oh, my, I, if Royal Oak. I wins, really want you to.
1: If Royal Oak wins, <laughs> you know what? If Royal Oak wins on if Royal Oak wins, you wear a hat. I will wear Ooh. anything Ravens. Okay. On um on, on a on a show. Okay. On our show. We I will wear anything ravens. I'm make like, sure you send me um <laughs> make sure if you're Royal Oak. You know where to send the shirt <laughs>
0: 1349 Joslin Road, uh, ONTV. Yep. Um, we might just have to print something out and tape it to your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Um, we got Ferndale at Troy. Ooh. Troy. You... I'm liking Troy.
1: Yeah, I'm liking them, too. You know what I mean? The way they've been Scoring playing. points. Scoring points. Um, they're scoring points. They're red hot right now. We we'll know a lot about them, though. A team we're going to definitely know about is going to be Troy Athens. Um, I have Athens against Farmington. This will be really interesting here. Um, don't be surprised if Farmington upsets Athens mm. because um because Farmington's got a lot more experience. Um, even though they got problems, you know, they got yeah. some problems. Um, Athens not a deep team, but they've been putting points on people. I know yeah. Trey Vincent, obviously. I mean the play of um you know they've they've had some good play lately, but do you see Athens possibly pulling off a um do you see Athens going into Farmington and winning that game?
0: I can see it um is it convincing no
1: you think it's gonna be close I
0: think it's gonna be close road games are always tricky mm-hmm um but yeah, I think they can. It's a squeaker, but I think they can do it.
1: I think Athens by a field goal. It will not be an easy game.
0: That would be a squeaker. That would be
1: a really good game. <laughs> um, let's go to the white now. Yeah. Um, obviously, Rochester see home. I know there's been some people saying could see home upset Rochester at Rochester.
0: Uh, I'm the way they're being competitive and the way they're playing. I think it's a solid team at Rochester. Mm-hmm. I think Rochester takes them. Um it but it's not gonna be some Mm-mm. epic blowout or anything no. like that. It's gonna be maybe mid twenties, you know, maybe twenty seven, some ch- you know, and change for Rochester um on the board. I but I think uh Rochester takes care of business. I think it's
1: a close game, but I think Rochester too. I just think Rochester too much experience. Alex Plano have a big game in this one. Um it's at Rochester. I know they probably Rochester's one of the most um unique school songs in the entire <laughs> state Uh-oh. um but i just think the rod i think the falcons too much um we got groves at north farmington uh do you give groves any chance against north
0: no i don't no i, I think it's a walk okay. um and we're at 55 okay
1: um let's go now to um let's go now to um we got um adams oak park
0: I'm like an Adams man. Yep, Adams, Adams big is time. a machine, and they are uh, chewing them up.
1: Adams big time. I just think the Highlanders too much, too much experience, everything. Everything do, about
0: Adams I like. Yep.
1: Um, let's go now to the red. Um, West Bloomfield at
0: Oxford. Um,
1: does does Oxford get an upset
0: here? I don't think so. Um, this is one of those things where the schedule is going to get them. Mm-hmm. Oxford's up and coming with changing their, with their scheme steam, and their yep. culture and the whole bit. Um, but I, I think they're competitive, but uh, West Bloomfield takes it.
1: I think this is going to be a tight game. I really do. Um, end of the day, though, I just think that the difference is going to be Dylan Tatum. I think he's going to be the difference maker there against Oxford. Um, I think he'll have a big game there in that one. Um, Clarkston at Stony Creek. This one's could be
0: a really good one. It should be a good one. I would say uh, Wolves by seven. I was very tempted to pick the upset. I was very tempted. I, I can't just yet. But with, I, I like, just The way everybody graduated. Yeah, but I just can't. I want I just, to, but I. I want
1: to, but I, I just can't take it right now, especially because too much to Pillow, too much Clark. That's going to be a difference maker there. I'm going to take Clarkston um, by a touchdown. All
0: right.
1: And then we have Lake Orient itself at
0: A&T. Um this one's interesting. This is one of those you would think uh, I mean, Lake prior Orange's to one of the l- last two meetings in A T. Yes. Um I think Lake Orion gets it done. Um, but I think there might be a lot of points on both sides.
1: I think there's gonna be a lot of points on both sides. Um, but I just think I just think Lake Orion's more physical up front. I just think that if you can wear a team down, Ant can be worn down. Yeah. Um, I know Isaiah Marshall is going to do his best to keep A and T in this game, but the offense for Lake Orion has to open up because now you're facing adversity. Well, I think the cu-
0: defense also has to lock down. I mean, to there's lock down. lots yes. of things that need work.
1: Yes, I think Lake Orion will do just enough in this game, and I think Kyler Carson is going to have a monster game against A and T's defense you're gonna no, say he, this
0: is like uh 44 38 i'm looking at like
1: possibly a 44 38 something game. like that I i'm mean, looking possibly yeah. like it's gonna be a, a high scoring game. a lot yeah. of points in that game down there on them on a 10 mile and Lasser. so yeah. it'll be really interesting to see what happens there um final thoughts obviously um you keep an eye on the blog at see me semicolon termina blogspot.com we've had a lot of coaching changes in basketball
0: Ooh, Um, we gotta talk about that yep next week talk
1: that next week we'll hopefully have coach doug corliss on the um podcast next week so we'll see what happens there going forward um so we'll see what happens going forward there yep all right everybody i'm gonna sign off here um take care buddy um see you all next week and god bless
0: everybody thanks sam right now is produced by sammy taramini the views on this show are his and mine alone well, thank you for tuning in every week on SoundCloud and Spotify and YouTube and all those good places. Thanks for tuning in. Now We love doing this show, Sammy, don't we? Yes, we do. All right, we'll see you next week. See ya!